Cool. Ready? Okay, why don't you take us off? Okay, so this is... The, uh, whenever you're ready Jesus to take Christ us off. Paul, I'm reading go ahead. Immediately. Yeah, yeah, okay, no, 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 is, go ahead. This is a test pilot. Right, and it's just... For the show. Go ahead. Our show. Yep. The Perfect Crime. Right. So, and this so is what we're do gonna, an introduction. Okay, I'm trying to, and you've immediately ruined this. Okay. Whenever you're ready to go ahead and introduce <laughs> the podcast. Would... Okay, so here's the thing. So what we're doing... Jesus Christ. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Are you good? Are you sure? Yes. Okay. So my friend, welcome to Perfect Crime with Paul Hudecek and Mike. Can you say my last name? Do you know it? Uh, Catalo Catalo Pepperoni. He's my friend, and he doesn't know how to pronounce. Well, I just know that it's Italian, which is the important part. That is the important part because I have lots of ideas for for great crimes, and I was looking for an Italian. Around mm-hmm. to Just help me looking out. around Minneapolis for Italians. There's dozens of us yeah, to help me out with with uh, vetting these crimes. I'm assuming Ma, you'd know somebody from the. Mafia I got some certain connection. We don't have Ma. to talk about it right now. Yeah. Okay. So it's like Fight Club. Just don't worry about it. So I'm going to pitch you some crimes. I'd love to hear them. And you're going to listen, and then you're probably going to tell me about why they're great and get me I'd in. love to. I'm, you seem like a brilliant man, and I'm sure you got great ideas. Great. Into the next field, right? Can yeah. you meet, can I meet with some people? We'll see. I might be able to introduce you to a couple of folks. What do I say to them when I meet them? You probably just don't talk. Okay. As little as possible. Mm. All right. Well, uh, should we get started? Yes. Okay, so... Different ideas, different size crimes, you know, I want sure. this to be, feel free, this is like a loose pitches, you yeah, know. Like, a, like an elevator pitch almost. Right, and some of them I think are more fleshed out, some of them are a little uh, more uh, raw, you okay. know, should we say raw, raw? Sure, Okay. We can say raw. They're raw. Okay, so the first idea, uh let's we're gonna go to a small town in middle america somewhere sure i don't know you know your oklahoma city or well even that's smaller a, than that I, like pompa pompan rock and donkum that's a city in oklahoma yes okay so small town it's a 10 to 15 crew member job uh one one internet guy you only need one of those you know which is good because I think sometimes sorry no one internet guy internet guy yeah got it D- computer guy sure yeah go on okay so uh, the first thing you're gonna, we're gonna do is we're gonna go to there's gonna be it's like we're looking for a town that has like one main bank you know mm-hmm. uh, and we're gonna start researching the bank manager that's the first job is some reconnaissance. Sort out, you know, what do we know about this guy? What can we find out? And we'll get a little intel on the bank manager. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you have a dramatist come in mm-hmm. to the bank wearing eccentric clothing, a little bit different, different styles and things. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you have the... <laughs> Yeah, the big man. Yeah, this guy. You know, or yeah, we, he's he's coming and he's wearing clothes. Yeah, but like Weird different clothes. style. Sure, you know, he kind stands of out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a tr- like maybe it's purple trench coat, like some velour, uh, like I don't know, lots of jewelry. Probably you know, uh, rings up each finger. Looks like he's flying in his cash. Mm-hmm. So he comes in and he just is very polite and he look. 
he's talking to people and uh, he waits for the bank manager to walk out and then starts to see and what he does is he's talking to just a regular teller and he turns and he sees the bank manager and he uh says something about his past that we've already re- researched up a little bit in a way that makes him appear psychic okay so we're starting with the psychic that's the first part and he's just dropping the hint so something along the lines of you know he's flouncing and doing his whatever or she it could be a woman too i think yeah uh, right equal, equal equality don't you think thieving. it could be or do you do you think it could be yeah of course okay <laughs> and so they would turn to they and they would kind of hint at the bank manager that i'm psychic and when you were a child did you ride a blue bike you know they would just give this one little weird thing and then there would be nothing else to it and the bank manager would continue about for a while like a week long enough for him to sort of forget or her to forget what's going on i really the gender thing uh hold on when i pitch this to the higher ups of the mafia how do they feel about the the gender talk what should i do about it just say they you could a person a person is dressed as a psychic okay okay and they're talking you don't have to, to get all awkward about a it. bank manager yeah could be man could be a woman could be anything else but their bank manager is the important that's part. the most important part about that <laughs> okay so okay job. i'll i'll refine all right <laughs> Uh, okay, so then the next part with the internet guy we're going to need to do is we're going to need to start posting articles, and we're going to need to make them look old, okay? And they're going to talk about uh, a death that happened at the bank, Okay, you know? Yeah. Back in a long time ago. Sure. Okay, and they're gonna claim that it might be haunted. You know, we're gonna make up all these articles, all these social media posts. It's haunted, and there's just gonna be a lot of these different things. And so then we send in another like one or two people, and they're just gonna kind of mention the haunting stories low key, just to get it on the banks mind sure okay so we're all just implanting these ideas this is probably maybe even a year at this point okay yeah maybe a month the year's fine (laughs) okay so then the psychic's gonna come back and he's gonna be talking to people he's we're gonna have a couple more facts for him to sort of drop on the bank manager and then another one you seem concerned about you know, all this news that's been popping up recently, and it's old, but it's been popping up recently about this haunting. And what, well, if you ever need anything, let me know. And then, okay. And we're going to keep doing it. We're going to plant a couple of booby traps in the bank. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was thinking about one that would be pretty good, <laughs> which would be... <laughs> Go on. Uh, like... Like, we would give them money, you know? But we would put, like, messages that glow in the dark on them. So, Uh you know, you come in, they'd have some cash, and then they'd be pulling out the cash at the end of the night. As they put it in the safe, little glow, you know? And, like, what is that? And then it would say, you know, Jane, uh, 1812, 
or something like that. Sure. Just these different little, but lots of ideas like that. We could spitball on that anytime. That's not a problem. Booby traps are mm-hmm. easy, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, they're pretty yeah. easy. Okay. So now we've got the bank manager. Are you? Do you agree that if you were a bank manager, you'd be pretty fucking lost and freaked out and fucked crazy? It depends on the bank manager. <sighs> okay. More booby traps. All right. Yeah. Just get to the heist. <laughs> okay. So all right. So let's just, there's enough booby traps that the bank manager is freaking right, out. He's just jumping Sorry. over at booby traps left and right. Yeah, maybe, Spooky traps. Yeah, yeah. This is a lot of setup. I probably could have probably summed up this whole thing up into we freak the bank manager out. Okay. And he calls a psychic. And the psychic offers to stay overnight at the bank with the bank manager. Okay. Uh, to... Rid the bank of these strange uh, inhabitants. Sure. Okay. So, now here's Heist Knight. Is the psychic joining him in the bank. He's going to come and he's going to antagonize. Thank you. Antagonize the ghosts. You know. Ghosts! Get out of here. Come on. Come talk to me. Blah, blah, blah. He's going to build this whole thing up like a adventure, Ghost Adventures episode. Sure. And so that gives us a freedom to... Bam, bam, bam. We can make noises all over the bank, you know? And the psychic is going to, like, run to each noise and kind of, like, make a drama show about the whole shebang. And he's, what was that over there? And then he and the bank manager... They'll run over there, they'll run over here, and the bank manager is going to start to worry because something is up. This is clearly a sham and a scam, <laughs> and that's the key. Okay. We're going to have the bank manager hear some, or I mean the psychic, hear something by the vault. I heard something by the vault. Okay. And he's going to go running to the vault, and the bank manager is going to think, I'm a big, I'm big smart person and i'm gonna go make sure he's not doing anything because now i'm on to him now he's he they're full of shit yeah and so the bank manager goes to the vault but we're not after what's inside the vault okay the secret is we're taking the quarters all the quarters that the bank has okay okay they're not even gonna notice because i mean realistically how much is that probably I don't know, hundred dollars. How many quarter, How many dollars in quarters do you think that the bank? I suppose has? that depends on the research, isn't it? Don't it? Hmm. Uh, you can't fidget and slam the table. Okay, excuse me. Sorry, I get excited. Okay. Okay, right, we're gonna take all the quarters. Okay. In Gotta the, research how many quarters are in the bank. It doesn't even matter though, because the key is we're drying the city out of quarters. That's when the real money-making scheme starts. Oh, God. All right. At the same time, we have our other 10 to 15 people going into all the apartment buildings, smashing open all the laundry and dryer machines that run off of quarters, taking all those quarters. Where else are quarters? Vending machines. There's going to be a great vending machine looting of 2021 or whatever <laughs> in, this, in this town, and nobody's going to have quarters. Then 
we are going to pretend to be government peoples. We're going to put on suits. And we're going to go into the bank. And we're going to say, we heard you ran out of quarters. I... <laughs> we have a few. We have a few quarters that you might want. And we will gladly give them to you in exchange for like a little bit of a markup on the quarters. And we'll want that in on uh what's the unmarked bills, I think. Yeah. Sure. And then we leave and we probably can we can probably mark up those quarters fifty percent. Fifty cents on the quarter. So we make a dollar per quarter. Sure. I mean, yeah. Okay. And then clean cash is already laundered. That it? That's it. Okay. Um, why the quarters? Because, you know, a lot of those vending machines, they, like, have card slots in them now. So there's probably already not quarters in them. And also, ven- uh, and washing dryers use cards a lot now, too. Well, it's an old town. It's a small town. Yeah, but, the, you know... Features reaching these small towns every day. It's a, well, we need the quarters because otherwise the psychic is going to get caught in the pretty much what I didn't say that I should a- admit now is that you have to pick somebody for the psychic who you're willing to let them take the fall uh, because they're probably going to get recognized. Sure. Um, another big problem, taking 10 to 15 people down to Oklahoma <laughs> for up to a year, you said? A month or a year. A month a month to a year. <laughs> yeah. So one to 12 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where are we staying? What's the room and board situation going to be? Uh, especially for only going after well, quarters? They don't need to be there the whole time. All the different people. Okay. Are they going to be think- compensated for the gas? Along the way. Maybe. How much could that even cost, though? I don't know. Are we going from Minnesota to Oklahoma? We could probably get a few local Oklahomans. We, we could try. Uh, you know, I, I'm just saying, you know, for, for how many how many quarter, how much money are we going to make off quarters? Now, is there I, a reason you're not going after the vault? We're not going after the vault because the psychic is clearly made... Also, that's another Things. thing. So you, the whole basis <laughs> of this plan uh-huh. is that the bank manager, who we tricked into believing a psychic, also uh-huh. must believe that the whole thing is a sham. Well, they're going to catch on to it. I'm worried they're going to catch on. That's, the, that's my concern. I want to think one step ahead of them. Okay. So we're going to get them hooked, but they're going to not... I mean, people don't always believe that stuff for, like, a long time, you know? And if they're, they've got the guy overnight, they're going to start to really question their decisions up to that point. And so I want to play into that. That's why I'm taking the quarters, not the vault. Okay. Okay. No, it's fine. Do you think we could take dollars, too? The, the other reason I just I thought that well, we could... Well, you got to worry about those ink, pla- ink packs. Yeah, and that's... A, I thought the other reason... Everybody needs quarters. Everybody wants quarters for laundry, vending machine, you know, these old things. And if we if we have all the town's quarters, they're going to get upset when their laundry's dirty and stuff and they can't do it. Also, 
Now you're expecting to be able to drain an entire town of every quarter. Well, I think a good fifty to fifty to sixty percent. Yeah, because you don't think anyone just has a you know if people if we're living in a town where people are desperate for quarters, how many how many apartment buildings that are we sure? You know, we, we, there's I'm just saying there's going to be a lot of research because if we're going to a small town, it might not be you know a lot of apartments that rely, you know. Well, why do they need quarters in small towns? Do you know? No, I don't know. Huh. <laughs> I'm just saying there might be a lot of res- residential areas that just have free wash machines because they own them. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, we could... Okay, let's do another scam. Okay, let's just, uh... we're moving on to the next scam. <laughs> you can try that out if you'd like. Uh, it, also, I mean, putting in the work to f- make fake documents and backdate them. <laughs> you know, I'm not a computer guy. I'm not a computer guy. Oh, can you, I mean, Donald Trump says stuff like you could just you could just pay those guys like twenty dollars or something and tell them you'll give them more money later, and then you just don't. I think I don't know where that came from. <laughs> My point is, I don't know. We're, so we're going into a town that probably, you know, a smaller town probably knows their own history. Um, and then we're creating a fabric of, oh no, these outsiders, <laughs> these random 10 to 15 people that had just showed up. And also this weird psychic who wears gold rings and purple trench coats. <laughs> this guy, these guys, clearly, they know the town. They know that this bank is haunted because they, we, we know them in this town of 100 to 300. Well, at the town bank, there's probably only one or two banks. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> okay, okay, let's let's move on. Okay, we're moving on. Okay, okay. I'd give that a five. You know, I mean, they have to think about it because it could use some refinement. There are a couple things in there that you did point out that probably. Will not make this the best scam. Okay. And you're right. Profit margins probably can be yeah, pretty you, I mean, tough. It's tough to keep a, a gang of 10 to 15 people <laughs> for up to a year and then only steal quarters. I think that's your big, you know. Okay. Uh, that's a tough sell to uh, the boss. Now, this next one, uh, you may have heard about. Well, no, no. All right. I have these... Uh, Many ideas that instead of calling them scams, mm-hmm. I prefer to call them saps. Okay, a bit of a rebrand. I like it. The reason I do that is SAP. Sure. Uh, which is Scam Assistance Program. Okay. So I like to think about what do the scammers need? How could I help the scammers scam? So this is called the Karen Cure. Give me that one more time. The Karen Cure. Karen Cure. Yeah, so have you heard about this thing on social media they, about uh, the Karens? The Karens, horrible white women who uh, call the police on uh, and they black always, neighbors. Yes, terrible like that. Another thing they do that's not great is that they always ask to speak to the manager. Yeah, bank managers sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of call center style scamming going on in the world. Sure. You know, people are trying to run this thing. They say, hey, we're the IRS. You have to call us back. And they're always trying to get the call back, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. 
Uh, I want to start a service for those call center scammers mm-hmm. to deal with the Karens. So whenever one of those guys wants to speak to a manager and they're kind of getting rowdy and lippy and whatever, I will take that call from them. I will, I will be the manager. Okay. And then I will explain in a very... I will, here's the voice, sort of. I think I can oh, teach... Okay. Most people kind of how to do this. Sure. I understand. I understand what you're saying, but this is a legit organization and it might seem confusing to you, but you need to do whatever the person who just called says. And I will speak in very commanding tone, mm-hmm. like so. I was scared. That was commanding Thank for me. You. Yeah, do you want to try it? Try the voice. All right. Is there a line reading you can give me? What did did he say? Uh, Oh, hold on. on. I understand, Karen. Yes. yes. This is a legitimate business, and you need to be told what to do. (laughs) Because you're most likely 80 and confused already. Perfect. So that would be the business model. Now, the thing is, (laughs) the thing is, the secret is... We actually don't have to be that effective because we're going to take the money from the scam artists up front. Sure. You know, a small, very, very, you know, nominal fee to do this job. And then even if we do a terrible job, they're scam artists. They can't do anything to us afterward. And in a way, we're kind of Robin Hoods of the modern world for doing this scam. Okay. It's a sap. I mean, this sap. The sap. That's the sap. That's a sap. Now, I personally don't really fall for those traps. Neither do I. I don't know. But um, some people must because they keep doing but it mostly, day in, Mostly day the out. elderly. The elderly? That's yeah. really rough. Really? It's Yeah. No, it's a, it's a whole thing. It's not great. Ooh. So... But hey, we're not here to we're criminals. We're not here to like judge morality. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have another one that's just pushing down old people and taking. I love to hear it. I think that's just mugging. <laughs> I don't know if that's really a scam, <laughs> but we can talk about it later. Later, later, later on that one. There's some more to it, like how you push them down and how hard and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, because then it upgrades from mugging to murder, depending on how hard you push an old well, person. Right, no killing, no blood on the floor. Well, that's we'll talk about it. A little blood, somehow the, the blood thinner thing. I I'm trying to figure out how to get uh, notes from them ahead of time, but if they have blood thinners. <laughs> 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 okay, sir. <laughs> Watch okay. <laughs> Very, I'm sorry. No, no. Um, okay. I, you know, I actually no. I want to. I want to keep talking because <laughs> this, this is the. I, you know, I don't mean to. Be, I find this to be the more interesting. Okay. Okay. Listen. Listen. Okay. Scam. Here's the problem. When you push a lot of old people over, the my worry is some of them will have blood thinners. And, and also their bones are very brittle because they're old. Well, right. So how can I get their medical? information ahead of time so that I know how to push them, how hard, you know, what's going to do them in mm-hmm. proper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's what I'm trying to figure Why out. Why not just regular mug them and not push them? Why don't you just have a gun and say, give me your money, please? <laughs> Pretty noticeable. Because you could... I was going to make it look like accidents. So all these old people around town are falling down, and then also their wallets are gone? Slash their gold well, and the rings? Yeah, but where did it go, ma'am? And then the, she's going to say, I don't know what happened. I was pushed, and then my... the They're not going to be like, oh, I fell down, and then suddenly my rings were gone. There's going to be people, maybe you or me, just ripping the rings off their <laughs> fingers. Perhaps violently to get over the weird, gross, gnarled, you know, like, you know those weird knuckles that old people yeah, have because they're all, like, gross? It's true. It's, that's going to that's gonna be rough. And to do bone-on-bone pulling those rings off, yeah, it's not going to be very fun for me or you. Or the old person, I imagine. Or probably not for them either. Maybe for them sometimes. Yeah, maybe it's a thrill. I don't know, and I'm not paid to know. Okay, well, let me, let me think of... I do think that old people are a, a rich market for crime. Absolutely. And in a way... They, all, they still carry cash? In a way, you could kind of justify it because... Mm, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're kind of like... Because they're already close to death, so who gives a shit? Right. And, and they want to give their money away. Mm. So I'm just yeah. sort of helping them sort out what to do. I'm I'm a will By I'm, breaking their bones and stealing. Their I mean, possession. a lawyer does it, and he makes a will, and it's called "Oh, you're a fucking hero." You know, <laughs> you're not wrong. I'm just saying. I'm just look. It's not the mugging the old people. It's it's more just why do we have to? You know, why not just a gun and a mask? Because then they don't know who you are, and they already. If you push an old person, they're going to know that someone shoved them. They're not. Well, what do you think stopped people from doing that so far with the gun and the mask on the old persons? I'm pretty sure old people get mugged, like, all the time. I don't think it's a new thing. Unless they're just, Do you think you could do a lot of them at once in a nursing home? You could probably just dress up as an orderly and just, like, loot all their places. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Nursing homes. Yeah, just dress up as an orderly. Try to get it at shift change so not a lot of people are coming through who would know your face. Just rummage. A lot of those people are on drugs and sleeping. I mean, how much stuff do you think they even have in there, though? All their old jewelry? <sighs> what? Jewelry. So their much old jewelry? fake jewelry? You don't know it's fake. I guess we'd have to do it at Richtown, huh? Uh, we could also take a bunch of shit to appraisers. Okay. And it's like, this is garbage, this is plastic. Oh, this is real gold and a ruby from 19, you know, 10 B.C. Okay, I'm logging that in. That's a good scam. I'm going to figure out how to make it even better for me. Okay. I love old people. I love It sounds like you love them, yeah. Old people. <laughs> All right. like you're a real fan of the elderly. Anyway, uh, back to the care and cure thing. I think this could be a quick way for us to make $100,000 a year, no problem. $100,000 a year? Yeah. $5,000 a scam person and for so a yearly contract. So whatever... And are you sure that these call centers don't already have a manager? Well, they don't have a. They might not have a manager that's as convincing and as effective as someone like me. Okay. And, and also, I will is it prove more? It is it? Them. I'm just making sure we have. Uh, is fake, it worth the money for them to p- pay us instead of just hanging up on a, a person they know they already are it's, off the hook? It's not worth it for them, but they don't know that. Well, I mean, 
I'm gonna have I'm gonna have one of those charts. I'm gonna bring it in and I'm gonna show them, and it's gonna have an up arrow on a like a stock market. And then I will like use a stock that. market arrow. Yeah, I'll use that. Uh, do you need me to draw it for you? It's a. This is a. a it kind of goes. It kind of goes. I, I understand. What you're, you know, you don't need to. Draw. This then, isn't a up. visual medium. We don't need to okay. draw anything. Well, I'm going to bring that in, and I'm going to kind of say this. This metric covers pretty much everything that we do, and for you, this is time. This is money. This is freedom, and most importantly, this is happiness. Sure. Give me $5,000 and I will make this happen for you. I'll point at the sign behind me and then I'll look at them. Until they give me $5,000. <laughs> the money. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's less. I, I, I like the plans that, you know, it's just you and maybe me and a few other people. You know, it's a small, you know, we don't need to... How often of... do they want to talk to the managers anyway? I mean, realistically. Well, I don't know. See, this is what we need. You know, we need we need to do some research into this one. Okay. We need to maybe the next time a telemarketer calls us, we pick up and be like, "Hey, we're working on a little scam of our own." Mm. You know, how many times are you on the phone? You know, potentially with a, a middle-aged white woman. Are they hanging up on Are they in the age bracket where they are able to be tricked? Or are they asking for the manager? Because I'm guessing that it's like anyone plus 70 is going to take those calls because they just want someone to talk to. You know, you know, 60 down, especially in 2020, you know, this, you know, our generation and, you know, younger. Mm-hmm. I think we've, I think we've caught on to this game too much to be like, ugh, telemarketers, let's, let's talk to this guy. Okay. You got, I got an idea for you now. Do you think we could blackmail them into signing up for our service? So they call us, we answer the phone, and we pretend like we're going to go through the scam. And then at the last minute we say, uh uh-uh, uh, I know what you're up to, and I got all your shit recorded, and I'm going to fuck you if you don't uh, do. If you don't sign up and give me $5,000 a year in exchange, I will be <laughs> your manager. Well, you know, kind of a blackmail service combo. Well, here's the thing with that is I don't think telemarketing, even the scams, are necessarily illegal. I'd have to look up, you know, the mm. whole thing. Okay. Because it's, you know, I don't know. We'd have to look it up. Because, uh, like, they're they're getting all the numbers off, you know, like, Facebook and stuff. People selling all the information and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then... Okay. Yeah, and then they get the call. So, I don't know. You know, we just have to figure out... And also, are they in another country? Can we blackmail a person in another country? Where are these call centers coming from? Are they in the U.S.? Because then maybe... But, you know, what, are we going to blackmail them? And then... Because they're not going to be... We're not going to get, you know, the president to be like, Oh, hey, we got... We got them. We got the telemarketers. Okay, you know what? This idea idea is terrible, too. So, I think we should talk about one more. This okay. one I hold particularly close to my heart. And uh, you've heard it before. You know. Um, whatever. So, this is a, a personal favorite idea of mine. And I'm, I've already got a lot of steps in place to get this off yeah. the ground and in production. 
And I think really what I'm looking for from you is uh, some compliments and not <laughs> criticism. <laughs> I'll do my because best. Because it's pretty much perfect. Okay? Okay. Well, if it's perfect, then okay. it will be only uh, compliments. When you think about a grocery store, <laughs> okay, what is the most valuable sort of items in the grocery store? Uh, bread. No. Come on. <laughs> It's the meat. Okay. Everybody wants meat, and everybody wants good meat. Sure. I mean, have you tried to uh, buy a filet mignon from the store before? Yes. Like, two little ones, tiny, Mm -hmm. you know, like the size of, I don't know, your your index finger and your thumb wrapped together in the make it okay sign? Yeah. That size? A small circle of meat. Yeah, you're talking about, like... 40 bucks for two of them for date night. Yeah. 20 bucks a person, and you're still going to be hungry afterwards. That's pretty, I mean, that's pretty good. (laughs) Okay, that's good for stealing. Oh, okay. Okay. Because it made it, you built it up as this horrible idea, and then you're like, that's pretty good. Like, it was a good thing. It's horrible, it's good for us now. Okay. It used to be horrible, and now it's good. Okay. I should have said it like that. Yes. Used to be Why bad. is it good for no, us? I'd love to hear this. Well, idea. what I, I plan to do is things like uh, imagine taking I don't know fifteen of those filet mignons and grabbing one of those tubes of ground beef, ground chuck, sure, uh, and cutting it open, stuffing it with the filet mignons instead. Okay, and then you go up to the cashier. It's all. It's in its tube, and it's also in the plastic bag uh, on the outside of it. And bling, you just paid four ninety nine for fifteen filet mignons. That is a markup on profit like nobody ever believed. First thing you get for free is delicious meals for you and your family and friends for the future, and that's. I mean, that's undeniably awesome. But the second thing you could do is you could keep up this racket at different different stores, different shops around town, and you could try it with different kinds of meats. Just basically any high-quality meat, you put it in a low-quality meat package, and then you walk out with it. Then you could, you could set up, you know, uh, in your trunk... Uh, you could have a little store. You could have a little sign up, and you could say "Half Price Meats" from the grocery store, fresh today. And you could sell them for half the price. You'd still make a profit. And yeah. you'd have meat to eat when you get home. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's an idea. Simple as that. Simple as that. So simple. Genius. Genius. Except um, beautiful. It's. All right, so first thing... It's probably the best idea I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> It's really good. So first things first. Free meat. Well, it's not free because you're still paying... Cheap meat. Cheap. It's cheap meat. Very cheap. Uh, cheap fancies. So... I mean, have you even eaten a filet mignon before? Yeah. I haven't. What does it taste like? It's, it's like steak. I don't know. It's okay. like good. All it's right. fine. Don't worry about it. Tell me what you think about it. It's a good idea, right? No. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Because, all right, so first of all, ground, that's, 
So you're just scooping out. So you're cutting open a ground beef package. Mm-hmm. You're scooping out just the meat. You could probably put it in the in the filet mignon package, actually, if you'd like. That's okay. Uh, which you, actually you brings know. me to this. My second point is that you're like switching meat juices around, and they're getting all uh, infected with each other. Ooh, but it's uncooked, right? Doesn't matter. I think it matters a little bit. I think it matters a good amount. It can't matter. I mean, if you cook beef, if you cook chicken, what do you do? You cook it. All the bad turns to good. It's but if you so put if, the, if you put the you could even put the filet mignon as in the Gordon Ramsay once said, it's yeah. fucking raw. <laughs> yeah, but then it's cooked. But then no, because it's already infected with the salmonella and all the other gross diseases meat juice carries. Now that doesn't, but that doesn't. I don't. I don't think. Arjou, as the French say, I don't think most people would be concerned with something like that because it doesn't really make sense. Because if you if you have raw meat, right, it's full of diseases, it's full of killers, it's full of bacteriums and corona and everything else, right? Raw meat, full of shit, right? Sure, cooked meat. You cooked all the shit out of it. I don't. I don't. So I think it's like. Why can't you just mix up the types of the types of bad stuff in there in the beginning? You're gonna cook it out. Look, I'm not a scientist. All right, <laughs> I'm I mean, not either. I'm just using my common is, fucking sense. It's like it's like it's fine if it's it's an own package thing, but then once you. You like mix them. It's just like it's just when you mix. It's like it's it's in its own thing, and this meat is in its own thing. It's mm-hmm. got its own uh, juice and meaty goodness, and this uh, this one has this, and then but and it's contained in, and, and it's fine in its own separate package. But once you open it and you, you pull the switch, you know, and you sell that first of all out of a fucking trunk on the highway. <laughs> Which like, is cheap. It's an affordable way to do it. Who, you could uh, get a stand. Who's who's coming to this trunk on on the side of the road? How well, much money are you that, really going to make there? I'm thinking the parking lot of the store, not the highway. Well, sorry, I shouldn't have said highway, but you know, well, you're going to do it in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> yeah, you're just yeah. going to go right outside and just be like free meat. Well, or, sorry, cheap meat. Yeah, yeah, from the, from the farm. And how do you uh, stop them from calling the cops on you? You even move if around. You move around. Parking lot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, are they really going to notice or be concerned with you if you're all the way... Have you seen the size of those parking lots? They're like, I don't know, half a mile I got to assume someone, probably a Karen, would be like, there's someone selling meat in the, in the, dry, <laughs> uh, in the parking lot. There's just some guy selling meat out of his trunk. Uh-huh. All the packages are sliced open and it doesn't look good. <laughs> well, because that's the other thing. If you really want to get away with it, you'd have to you have to get your own. Just come with oodles of saran wrap and like a label maker <laughs> with a working barcode. If you really now, wanted to pull the scam, what if what if the what if it was more like you just had saran wrap out there and then you put on like the a hat and um, some different outfits to look like a, a this isn't farmer or dude. <laughs> you can't just put new clothes on and people don't recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> you know 
No, I mean, okay, so you take the beat and you're wearing your normal clothes. Sure. Doesn't matter. You're talking about the next time you go in. I'm No, no, no. I'm talking about when I get out to sell my meat from the stand or the trunk of my car in the parking lot. I'm going to switch my outfit. Okay. And look like, and then I will offer like whole, you know, huge, this bacon and this pork chop came from the same pig. Would you like to buy both? You know, just like okay. a classic so Amish scenario, meat scenario, the, the, the road wardrobe change means even less. Because either way, someone's going to be like, there's a dude <laughs> selling meat in the parking lot. I think you should do something about this. Because then the cops are going to come, and then they're gonna be like, why are you selling meat in the parking lot? Right. And it doesn't really matter what you say, because it's probably going to come out. They're going to look at the packages that are all sliced open and gross. I'll switch the packages really quick. I'll just wrap it in saran wrap. Okay. After. In between, sort of. In between. I'm and then if they come up and... Between they, the door and the car. If the police come and they say, Sir, how come you're selling meat here in this in this spot? I'll say, Oh, I just thought that people deserve organic and good food. And this door doesn't sell organic good food like I like. And I apologize. I, will, I should probably go. And then I will just head on out and start up somewhere. There's else. also probably going to be an, some some kind of quick investigation into the trunk of your car, uh, and is it properly refrigerated to hold uh, mm. vast volumes of meat that have also been in other meats? Well, listen. Here's the other thing that I mean, we're looking. I think at the end of the day, what we're really looking at, we're looking at some serious charges here if we get caught because that yeah, meat will on. kill people. <laughs> And that's because we're It'll looking be at in coolers. at least some kind of manslaughter, if not, you know, one of the degrees. Couldn't of I just put it in a cooler? You could, I guess. That solves one problem. But well, then, switching the packages the other will thing. just will just not work. Here's my other plan <laughs> about it: is once I've done this a few times and gotten some people who like me, some regulars, because despite. Your attempt, I don't think you're going to get Despite regulars. your attempts to put holes in my crime, I it's going to work and it's going to be tremendous. Okay? okay. So then I'm going to get regulars. People are going to like me. And they're going to say, you, Paul, I have never gotten cheaper meat from and high quality. Like my barbecue game is out the, out the roof, through the roof, through the roof. Or out through the, the roof. roof. My barbecue game is through the roof. I fucking love you. I love everything about you. I really just need some bacon, though, this time. And I'd love to get, like, a leg of lamb or whatever, a few different things. I say, oh, no problem. I start taking down orders. Take down enough orders. And I don't know. Then I go rob a butcher store. <laughs> and fulfill the orders that I have a direct to. Okay, and I know I can sell everything I take. So, we, so we go from uh, switching packages to potentially just full-on robbing butcher shops. You could hide in. You could go in right before closing time, and one person could distract. Couldn't you just break in at night? The other person could go in the freezer. And then when the store closes, I'll break in and you'll break in out of the freezer and we'll get the meat. At the so you're, at, you're saying someone hide in the freezer, <laughs> wait 
for hours until closing. Not hours. Well, Ten minutes. how long does it take to, for the what? How many? How much? How much of a crew does this ba- butcher shop have? How long does it take to clean? You know, closing can take a while. It's not just you flip the sign on okay. the door and you're done. You'll have a blanket, including probably an inspection of a blanket. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? Also, they're going to be inspecting the freezer too. Okay, well, regular Rob, regular Rob, forget that regular robbing. Yeah, probably yeah, at, at night. nighttime. At night, hammer, smash. Smash and grab. Yeah. And then all the orders are fulfilled, though, already ahead of time because of the people who liked me because of the meat operation. Because of the meat out of the trunk situation. (laughs) Yes. Because of that. Yeah. Might work. From now on, I'd like you to call me Meaty Paul. Meaty Paul? Yeah. I don't think that's going to (laughs) stick. Whatever. Fuck you. This is a good idea. It's, it could work. I think it's going to get people killed. But that's also a crime. So, fuck it. I think it works beautifully. Okay. Um, that's all I need to hear. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we wrap things up? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, well, this was the first... Thank you. Uh, pilot. This Goodbye. Is, this is even... Shut the fuck... I'm going to do some credits, and you're going to listen to me when I do the credits. Okay. It's Go ahead, do the credits. The I'm going to sit back. I won't say anything. I don't want to hear a fucking word out of you. Okay. I'm a, Break your fucking legs. You got it. I'm quiet, boss. I'm quiet. So, don't. I see your hand coming <coughs> up, and I don't want to deal with it. All right. So this is a. Uh, this is this was. Go ahead and do the, the test whatever. pilot for our show, The Perfect Crime. Do you want me to just sit here and be quiet? Starring Michael Cavallo. Should I not say anything? Paul Hudichuk. Is that how you I say should just name? I should just keep quiet. For and this uh, whole time. special thanks While you're to doing our this. editor, producer, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, Rachel, last name's failing me because I'm because you're an asshole. Too. I am an asshole. I forgot your last name. You forgot her last name. I was put on the spot, and I forgive you for your earlier transgression. You, her last name's not important anyway. Really, this is about Mike Tesh. Cap- that's the one. Rachel Mike, Tesh, our editor. And our commander. Paul Hudicek and Michael Spaghetti. Yes. Yep. Alright, that's the fucking show.